Check the halls with bows of Batman. Hello, Batman. Jingle bells, jingle bells, Batman. All right, really bad impression. It's Christmas Eve. It's the day before Christmas, and uh, we are going to be talking about some Christmassy things. I'm even going to sing you a Christmas carol later in the show. Yeah, me, with my own vocals, singing you your personalized Christmas carol. How about that? Um, We're going to be talking about the McRib sandwich. I mean, what else could be more festive than the rib sandwich? And also a beautiful Christmas present to me, by the way. Um, You're going to like this. I worked with Pamela Anderson this week. Yeah, the actress, the uh, the beautiful sex symbol. I uh, am working on a new sitcom, and she was the special guest star uh, this week. And boy, what a fun time. What a wonderful woman. What a wonderful experience. I'm going to tell you about my experience with her this week and the first time I met her about seven years ago. It's kind of fun um, how it all went down. Also, uh, we will have the Harland Highway question of the day, you know, to expand your mind and probe your inner thoughts. And uh, it's just going to be goofy and fun. So here we go. Pick your nose, make sure it's clean for the Harland Highway! <laughs> you just made a wrong turn. Would you kindly shut your mouth? Onto the Harland Highway. Oh, it's lovely. It's just lovely. The Harland Highway. Hi, Harland. I'm Teddy Ruxpin, and I'm your friend. Riding down the Harland Highway. I'm not your daddy. Mmm, indeed, and Merry Christmas to me. Ah, uh, boy, oh boy, I'm almost uh, dreading telling you this guy, this story to you guys. Most of you guys. Most of you guys with any sense in your head, and maybe a lot of you girls, but uh, what a Christmas present I've had, even though uh, we're still like a day away. Um, as many as of you know, I've been working on this new sitcom, uh, we've been shooting this new sitcom called Package Deal right up to the edge of the holidays. And the uh, the episode we shot uh, this week, um, we had a guest star. We had a very special guest star. And guess who it was? Merry Christmas to me. Deck the halls with bowels of Baywatch. Pamela Anderson was the guest star. Holy God. Guys, are you are you jelly? Are you I'm, well? In, in two ways, are you jelly? Are you jelly in the knees, just hearing her name, and are you jelly as in that short for jealous? <laughs> I'm jealous just hearing about that I did it. I'm jealous of myself. Uh, what a treat! What a what a wonderful uh, what a wonderful, charming, beautiful, uh, fun lady. Um, there may be people out there that roll their eyes. Oh yeah, the Playboy model. Well, I'll tell you what, she's she's a very uh, beautiful woman. Uh, obviously, she she uh, has the quintessential sex kitten looks. Like that's a problem. Um, but that's what she was born with, and uh, you know you can't uh, you can't surgically implant the color of your eyes and the uh, shape of your pupils and your voice. 
and uh, many things. I, you know, I don't know if she's had any work done. I couldn't tell you. But uh, I, I think, well, let's be obvious about it. Her chest, I think she's had done. But uh, the rest of her, who knows? But uh, standing there with her, working with her, acting with her, talking with her, laughing with her, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful uh, girl, woman, um, sex kitten, actress, um, and uh, just a treat. And uh, to be honest, I'd met Pam before. I'd met Pam about seven years ago um, in uh, Los Angeles. I was out uh, hanging out at a... uh, hotel one one night the uh i was at the uh chateau marmont a famous uh hotel on the sunset strip this is the hotel where john belushi killed himself od'd on uh, heroin this is the uh, hotel where jim morrison from the doors walked out on the ledge and now yes the third legendary uh happening at the Chateau Marmont, Harland Williams meets Pamela Anderson. And uh, it was an interesting evening at the Chateau Marmont. Um, I was there with a couple of business associates having a meeting, and uh, Pam Anderson was over there uh, hanging out with some friends, having maybe a glass of wine or two. And uh, for those of you that don't know it, Pam's a Canadian girl. And so I'm sitting with my friends. We're, We're there. She's there. And uh, I walked over and said hi to her. I said, hey, Pam, just wanted to say hi, one Canadian to another. I think you're great, blah, blah, blah. She was very receptive. She smiled. She was happy. We chatted. And then I went back to hang out with my with my boys. And a few minutes later, she came over and started chatting to me a little bit. And was like, blah, 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 blah. And she goes, well, we love you in that movie Superstar, where I played kind of a biker biker dude on a motorcycle and uh i was like oh cool you know so then she went back to her group she was sitting there with courtney love um and uh, a few other folks and then uh, a little later on she she came over again or she waved me over somehow she uh got my attention and i was chatting to her again for a minute and i thought wait a minute that's twice that's twice she's kind of called me over what what's going on here am i should i be reading into this should i harley williams be reading into this at all and i thought you know what i'm I'm, you know opportunity maybe only knocks once and i'll be honest i've been a huge fan of pam since the second i saw her okay she she's the type of sexy lady that i think every guy feels a little bit of the butterflies or something inside and so you know what I did? I was like, you know what? I'm going to write down my phone number. I'm going to write it down on a piece of paper. And if she calls me over a third time, I'm going to slip it to her. I'm going to slip her my phone number and see if she wants to go out on a date. I'm like, what the hell do I have to lose? So sure enough, little time goes by. She calls me over again. She goes, hey, come on over. I want you to meet Courtney Love. I want you to meet my friends, blah, blah, blah. So I say hi to them all. And then we kind of go off, and we're standing there uh, side by side talking. And I'm like, this is it, man. This is my Pam Anderson moment. I'm asking one of the hottest sex kittens on the planet, and a very nice person, by the way. I'm asking her out. I'm slipping her my number. So this is no word of a lie. I put my hand in my pocket. 
I had my hand on the little piece of paper. I was just about to hand it to her, and all of a sudden I hear her say, Hi, Tommy! And she's looking over my shoulder. I turn around. Here comes Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee from Motley Crue comes rolling in. All dirty looking with the matty hair and the tats and the stinky t-shirt. And this was after they'd been through their divorce and all their anger and their public floggings. And I guess they decided, you know, they had kids together. They're going to be friends. And who knows, you know with those romances, how many times did she get back with Tommy? How many times did she get back with Kid Rock? So all of a sudden, they're hugging on each other. It's like a big reunion. And, and, uh, and, and here's me standing here with my hand on my phone number in my pocket. And I just, I just gave it up. I was like, oh, man, there we go. And she actually introduced me. She said, I want you to meet Tommy. And I met Tommy, and I was like, ah. It just got soiled somehow. Her ex-husband's here, her lover, the guy that was in all those movies with her, the, who did the porno movie with her. The, the moment was lost. So sad. <laughs> and so I slowly felt the little crumpled up piece of paper with my phone number on it to come out of my fingers, and I pulled my hand out of my pocket, and I slinked back to my friends, my guy friends, and went, there it goes. What are the odds I'm ever hanging around with Pamela Anderson again? Well, hello. Hello, fickle finger of fate. Here I am, sitcom guy. And who's my guest star this week? Pam Anderson. And so I walked up to her, and I was talking with her, and I said, do you remember where we met, Pam? And she goes, I I know we've met. I don't know where. I've been trying to think about it. Because keep in mind, this happened about, I'm going to say, like six, seven years ago obviously burned into my mind she'd forgotten about it. she goes i know it's somewhere she goes i i, I didn't want to say it because i didn't want to get it wrong and i said we met at the chateau marmont and and uh you were there with courtney love and as soon as she heard courtney love she goes oh well if i was with uh, that crew that must have been a wild night i said yeah it was a wild night all right and i was referring to you know my botched pickup moment and she goes, oh, yeah, that was a wild night. She was referring to uh, her flaked-out friend, probably Courtney Love. Who knows where that one led? And Tommy Lee, I don't know where the night led to. I, I slunk back to my guy friends. My tail between my legs, whipped. <laughs> so here I am again. It's years later. I'm on the set with Pamela Lee. We're doing a scene together. We're laughing. We're talking. And we have this scene where we have to lock eyes. It's a scene where uh, I'm at a, at a party. And we see each other across the room. And we get drawn into each other. And we lock eyes. And we're holding hands. And the scene calls for me to go from staring in her eyes to looking down at her chest. And it's a funny moment. And... uh it's just great. She, uh, you know, what can I say? I'm not going to try and give her my number this time. Or am I? I don't know. Maybe maybe I did. Maybe, maybe that's another story. I'm not telling. Who knows? Um, 
But uh, charming woman, beautiful smile, beautiful white teeth. I got to tell you, man, I don't know, guys, if you've ever met a woman whose eyes kind of burn and penetrate. She's got this these crystal blue eyes. Like, you ever see a, a lake in the mountains with that crystal blue water? That beautiful crystal blue water where you go, that, that can't even be real. That looks like water from a fjord in Norway or something, you know? Like, it's the kind of place the Loch Ness Monster would take a shower. So Pam's got these beautiful, uh, striking blue eyes, and then she's got the, the blackest... Somehow, and this is going to sound weird, but her her irises, her black irises are just, they're the perfect size or they're the perfect placement. I don't know what it is. And the shape of her eyes and the whites of her eyes, there's something there. She's got incredible, magnificent eyes, and I know you've all seen them in magazines and photos. Beautiful eyes, beautiful skin. Beautiful lips, beautiful white, beautiful teeth that are her real teeth, it looks like. And I got to tell you, I really like her voice. She, she's she got kind of a sexy, playful, you know, girly, girly, womanly voice. You know, it just seems to be just the right pitch and the right inflection where it's playful. And she's got a bubbly personality. She's uh, quick to the giggle quick to the laugh and just seems very personable and 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 uh light and you know l- you know let's be real i've never seen her on a bad day i've never been on the i've never been on the bad end of the pam anderson stick let's face it every man every woman has their has their sour side but uh fortunately for me i'm on set so i just get to see all the all the good stuff the well behaved uh Fun, perky Pam Anderson, and uh, she is. She's wonderful. She, she, uh, without being pervy or or being uh, dirty, this this is a clean statement, guys. Uh, the woman exudes sexuality, uh, and again, it's not in a creepy, greasy way. It, it's just something that comes off of her. She's very sexy and playful, and uh, you know, she's got a little bounce in her step, and uh, she she's. Uh, physically uh a good height and a good size i mean what can i say all these wonderful uh, wonderful physical attributes and i'm not just referring to the obvious ones i'm as i mentioned with her eyes her irises <laughs> her corneas you know I'm, I'm talking about small things subtle things that uh that are just as beautiful and uh you wrap it up in that whole package uh, she seems like a real nice girl and, and not as ditzy as people like to make her out to be. I, I got to tell you, she's quite articulate. She's quite quick. Uh, she can hold her own. She's smart. Is she a Pulitzer, Pulitzer Prize winner? No. But are you? Am I? No. She's, she's not an idiot. Um, although people would try to portray her as that. So listen to me, ranting on. Can you tell I'm a little uh, lovelorn? I'm a little shaken up. I'm a little, ooh, Pamela. Yeah, you know, one of the perks of being in uh, show business, I guess. 
I, I usually don't ramble on about celebrities that I meet. You know, if I do meet one, I kind of make it quick and I'm out. But uh, I thought I'd share with you my my uh, past encounter with Pam, <laughs> much to my humiliation. Boo-hoo, loser. <laughs> and, and my recent uh, encounter years later where uh, I had the good fortune to uh, work with her and... Um, you know, you'll get to see her uh, when when this sitcom comes out called Package Deal. And uh, whew, I think I'll uh, I'll just end here, get out on a high note. Pamela Anderson, wonderful uh, person, Canadian, sex kitten, human being. And uh, I'm going to go have a cold shower. Okay, enough about Pamela Anderson. Let's talk about meat. Hmm? What? No, let's... No, don't think like that. Let's talk about... I'm talking... Well, maybe maybe it's not meat. Maybe uh, maybe that's why we need to talk about it. Guess what? The uh, McRib is back, boys and girls. And, uh, you know, I thought I'd... Uh, you know, since some people seem to dig the old, uh, you know, McDonald's McRib sandwich, um, I think uh, we we should, uh, you know, talk about uh, some important things about the uh, McRib, some important facts. Here, here's, a, no, here's a fact. Number one, um, uh, the, the, uh, the inventor of the uh, Chicken McNugget explains that the McNugget was so popular when it was first introduced in 1979 that demand quickly outstripped chicken supply. Can you imagine, folks? Uh, anyone got any chicken? No, there's no more chickens in the United States of America. Mm. Oh, well. Can you give me a turkey? Um, so, uh, from the lack of chickens, the legendary pork sandwich was developed out of necessity. Uh, so they, uh, they had to, uh, they had to create this thing to, uh, fill the void of the, uh, the, uh, lack of, uh, McNuggets. Um, the McRib was inspired by, uh, Southern Barbecue. Uh, who hasn't had, uh, you know, a big rack of ribs, uh, you know, off the grill. We all have, but let's talk about, as I said, is it meat? Well, this is where it gets a little startling, boys and girls. Um, and uh, I don't know if I like this, but, uh, the, you know, they developed uh, the uh, McRib, and they call it a restructured meat product. Okay, right right away, is, doesn't that make you... Uh, did you feel your stomach turn a little bit? I mean, you don't see that at a fancy steak. Uh, yes, we have the T-bone steak, sir. We have the filet mignon. We have the uh, the prime ribeye, and yes, we also have the restructured meat product. Um, so uh, let let's talk about what's in the McRib. Okay, this restructured meat product contains a mixture of tripe. Okay, ooh, I think that's the I think tripe's the like the inner lining of a cow's stomach or tongue or something. Uh, it's got heart, cow heart, or pork heart, or whatever it is, and scalded stomach. 
Good Lord, I don't want to eat a stomach, let alone a scalded stomach. What the hell does that mean? Would the, would the pig drink a hot chocolate or a coffee too soon? And then all this, the uh, tripe, the heart, and the scalded stomach is mixed with salt and water to exact proteins from the muscle. The proteins bind all the pork trimmings together so that it can be remolded into any specific shape. In this case, a fake slab of ribs. So what you're saying is my meat sandwich could have been shaped uh, to, to be a shoe. It could have been shaped into a hockey puck. Could have been shaped into a remote control. Could have been shaped into a hat. Could have been uh, a condom. Well, I guess a ribbed condom. Ugh. Um, and then uh, there's where it gets a little, uh, little creepier still. Let's go on to the next fact. The entire McRib sandwich contains about 70 ingredients, including a flour bleaching agent used in yoga mats. How many of you do yoga out there? And you put your mat out. Well, guess what? Yoga makes you hungry. Next time you go and do some yoga, besides putting out your little bottled water, put out a bottle of barbecue sauce. And you get about halfway through your little yoga routine, slather up your yoga mat, and eat it. Ugh. So here's how it appears out of the box, okay? When you buy it at McDonald's, the McRid, McRidge sandwich consists of five basic components, a pork patty, barbecue sauce, pickle slices, onions, and a sesame bun, okay? But remember, I said 70 ingredients, and some of these include azobicamartamide, which is a flour bleaching agent used in the production of foamed plastics. The sandwich packs a whopping 500 calories, 26 grams of fat, 44 grams of carbs, and 980 milligrams of sodium. Why don't you just go pick up your salt shaker and suck on that for half an hour while you're watching the news? Yikes. Um... What else can I tell you here uh, that is uh, scary? Um, I guess the last thing I can I can tell you is that uh, McDonald's purposely keeps the uh, McRibs scarce because the uh, sandwich's brand relies on it. So it's it's not something that's consistently on the menu. It's uh, it's something that they kind of bring in and out to tease you with. And, uh, you know, they can hype it up every few, a few times every year. Hey, guess what's back? It's the McRib, baby. Come and get it. <laughs> and if we're all sold out, $3 for your yoga mat. One cheeseburger with everything coming up. The Harland Highway question of the day. Okay, the question of the day, you know, it should be Christmassy because, you know, we're right here. We're right at the precipice of Christmas. And the question of the day is, do Christmas trees still drink when you put them in the Christmas tree holder? I mean, think about it. You've cut their root system off, okay? 
You've pretty much it's it's like if 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 we if they were human, it's like cutting their legs off and telling them to go run a marathon. So a tree's root system is underground to capture the groundwater, and basically the tentacles of the root system are like drinking straws. They absorb nutrients, they absorb water. And here we go, we basically chop the legs off a Christmas tree, we shove it in a Christmas tree stand, we fill it with water, and we're like, this little tree's going to stay healthy and drink and stay alive forever, all through Jesus' birthday. So the question of the day is, do Christmas trees really drink water when they're in the Christmas tree stand? Are, are, are they still functioning? Can they absorb with their legs cut off, their roots cut off? Oh, it's kind of a sad thing to think about right now as your Christmas tree is probably sitting in the corner, twinkling and shining, staring at you. But it's a question that has to be asked because it is... The Harlan Highway Question of the Day! Okay, there it is, the question of the day. And uh, I guess that brings us to the end of our show. We are on Christmas Eve right here, and uh, you know what? I thought it might be nice if I serenaded you. We we ended up tonight with a little Christmas carol, an original Christmas carol that I, I composed, and I sing all myself just for my fans, just for the Pavement Pounders. Just for you folks listening, wherever you are. So gather around the tree, hold hands, put your your toques on, put your Christmas slippers on, and uh, let's close it out with uh, with a Christmas carol from me to you. Hey everybody, this is Harlan Williams from the Highland Highway. Each and every one of you, a very Merry Christmas with this very special Highland Highway Christmas song. Hey, everybody, it's Christmas time again. Snowflakes are falling, and everybody's caroling. It's Christmas time. Next year, 
safe and joyous holiday. Oh, there you go. Cinnamon Boy getting in on the action at the last second for Christmas. Should have known. I want gingerbread. He wants cinnamon. Uh, but seriously, have a great holiday. Uh, don't forget to check out uh, HarlanWilliams.com. Join uh, the Twitter page, at Harlan Williams. Uh, join our Facebook page, uh, Harlan Williams' official Facebook page, where you can see a lot of postings. There's clips uh, and pictures from my new comedy special available on iTunes on uh, January 15th. My new special called Harlan Williams, A Force of Nature, where I literally am standing out in the middle of nature doing a comedy special. It's never been done before. It's a unique, brand new, I'm hoping it turns the uh, stand-up comedy world on its ass a little bit, because personally I think it's been getting stale. Um, So check that out, and uh, don't forget you can get my app, the Harland app, at harlandapp.com. Uh, all kinds of crazy uh, ringtones you can download and other fun things, including Cinnamon Boy. How would you like Cinnamon Boy as your ringtone? <laughs> You'd probably lose a lot of friends real quick, but at least hopefully it would make you smile. So there it is, harlandapp.com. Uh, it's a free app with lots of downloads. And uh, don't forget, uh, to uh, you, can, you can write me at harlandwilliams.com. And uh, all that stuff. So there you go, folks. We're wrapping it up. Be safe. Be happy. Happy uh, holidays. Merry Christmas. And uh, hopefully under the tree, there's a great big bowl of chicken chow mein, baby. Man, this is Wanda Sykes. You're listening to Harlan Highway. Yeah. What's up?